0: Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello there. Welcome to The Presence Podcast. This is Rick, and you're here for episode number 164. Now, if my voice sounds a little froggy uh, or hoarse, it is because it is. No, I have not succumbed to a cold, fortunately, but I have been doing more yelling over the last couple days During my summer gym program. Now, I'm not yelling to tell the kids to, you know, calm down or be quiet or any of that. Um, Although that does happen from time to time. But I am um, just having to talk loudly and my voice isn't used to it. So I think I will be hoarse for a little while. Anyway, I'm glad you're here today um, on this um, Wednesday evening, almost Thursday morning as... I am nearing midnight, and um, it was, again, another overcast day with some pretty significant storms that moved through toward the end of the day. I saw a lot of rain and even some pretty not-too-insignificant street flooding that I had to deal with. But that seems to be past, and it is a pleasant evening as I sit out on my porch, which I call Serenity Place or Shalom Place. Uh, it's a little unique today, tonight, because there is a hint of skunk in the air. Don't usually experience experience this, but um, tonight there definitely is a little, uh, a little of that. So um, I'm glad you're here with me today. I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to the experience of God, and um, appreciate your being here so that I can share it with you. So um, the next few weeks are likely to be dominated by two things, one which has come up every year for the last six years and the other which comes up every four years for, well, quite a long time. One is my summer gym program that I am a leader of and a coordinator of. And again, if you are not familiar with this, you might want to go back a couple of episodes, I think, to listen to my description of it. So that is dominating this week, next week, and the week after, basically the rest of the month of June. Also, what will be dominating is the World Cup. Now, it's not yet here. It is tomorrow, down to 11 hours on the countdown that I saw on the website. So it is coming, but I'm not going to talk about that tonight because it's not yet here. I know that I will talk more about that probably tomorrow and certainly the days after because the World Cup is a massive, massive thing for me. So we will get to that. But today I had a couple of moments, two moments during Summer Gym when I had just a laugh and felt God's presence in the gratitude and in just the levity of the moment um, today. So the first one. Um, And interestingly enough, both of them actually kind of relate to something from my own physical education past, one uh, more recently, and the other even further back in the past. Let's start with the more recent one. It's part of the title of this episode, which has to do with social dance. So real briefly, the summer gym program, we have uh, 90-minute blocks where the kids come to teachers and we teach them various sports, various activities, various um, physical fitness topics. And um, this whole program, which is seven weekdays in a row, gets full days from 8 to um, 4.45, gets their physical education requirements out of the way for high school. So I had an idea this year because we are always about trying to be creative and innovative and relevant And also try to, quite frankly, save money, things that we don't need a lot of equipment for, or admissions where we take kids off campus and bus them places. We do that, but we try to minimize those uh, for obvious reasons. Anyway, so I had this idea a few months ago, and um, it related to my high school physical education experience. The high school I went to in California was a public school, and every year, right around Christmas for the month's... The weeks in december we would have a social dance unit and it is exactly what it sounded like they taught us how to partner dance ballroom dance and i learned the foxtrot the waltz the tango the swing the cha-cha the charleston and a few other dances and it was really quite remarkable because you know here i am in middle school um and you know i'd never learned any of those dances but they taught it to us and it was really a lot of fun yeah, you know, there was the high school kind of thing, you know, about um, who am I going to partner with, and you know, what which person will that be, and you know, there's all that kind of giggly stuff, right? But it was really amazing, and I've remembered that. And as I come up on my thirtieth high school reunion this summer, um, that is just a, a significant and important memory from high school for me. So I thought we would implement that in the summer gym program, and found a teacher actually one of our own people was able to teach that she did some studying and some learning and was able to teach that and i paired her up with another one of our leaders who is just a great person and and a really just great spirit kids love him he's just very very um great for something like this and um and they did it they taught all 130 or so of our kids today in four different 90 minute sessions And unfortunately, I was busy and I was not able to really watch very much of it. But what I heard from the students and from these two teachers was that it was a resounding success. People loved it. And I poked my head in for a couple minutes and was watching them dance and they just looked like they were having a great time. And I am so grateful. I really feel that, you know, again, one of the things that Summer Gym is all about is about community and learning and connectedness. And God is present whenever we experience those things. And it was just wonderful to feel God's presence in the midst of this learning opportunity that um, I had the opportunity to implement. And things fell into place and it's something that we will do again, I am sure. The other moment was a little different. um, And it actually goes back to my middle school days, so even earlier than my high school days and how I was traumatized when we would play dodgeball. Now, I'm not going to tell you the whole story I told the kids, but basically dodgeball in middle school was rough. We played with semi-deflated volleyballs, and uh, it hurt pretty badly when you got hit. And um, frequently kids would get hit in the head. Concussions were apparently not very uh, interesting for (laughs) coaches and teachers to pay attention to, and I'm sure there were kids that got concussed from Um, playing dodgeball but things are different today we are much smarter we care about kids more quite frankly than when i was growing up in the 80s we use these specially made dodgeballs that are kind of um, they're a little more solid than nerf balls but not much more solid so they're they're pretty soft and you really can't throw them that hard but they're really they're really good and you can you know throw them accurately and they're fun and it, it just is a blast So today I ran through um, two sessions of of this with two different groups, and fortunately the last group of the day was really a a good group. They were listening, they were fun, they were attentive, so we decided we were going to break the girls up and the boys from each other, and they were going to compete with each other. And it was really kind of funny how this worked. I'm not going to tell you the details, but just to say that we had a moment where I kind of set it up a little bit where the girls got all of the dodgeballs. There was about maybe 20 of them. The boys didn't get any and it was a surprise. And it was really funny because the girls didn't even realize that I was setting it up so that they would get all the balls. And once they realized they had all the balls, they just all swarmed and you know started throwing the balls at the boys. And it was just a moment or two of just fun and mayhem and humor. And you know people weren't getting mad or angry. They knew it was all in good fun. And it was just a moment that myself and my the other leaders that I was with, we just had a good chuckle. And um, it was, again, I think God's presence in a moment of levity, a moment of connection, and just a memorable moment for which I am quite grateful today. So again, I questions to end with. Think of those key hallmarks or key indicators, if you will, of God's presence, community, levity joy connectedness learning growth education when recently within the last couple of days have you experienced those things and in your experience of those were you able to recognize god's presence and what does the recognition of god's presence in the midst of those tell you about god who is creator and sustainer and redeemer of creation. Again, as always, thanks for letting me share here. Appreciate you being here and blessings and peace.